warning. This podcast is about to open the sealed section of spirituality. Hey you. Yeah, you. We see you, you divine human being. And we are calling you to come home. We are ready to talk about the real shit. We're going to get real about life as a divine human being. The good, the not so great, spirituality and taboo. Divinely Human is the podcast that's all about what it means to be human in a spiritual context. We know it's not just about being spiritual, it's about being human too. And that means changing poopy nappies and channeling angels. Sometimes even at the same time. It's time for us to stop making other people's noise our own soundtrack of life. Let's make some waves together so that we can all ride them together and create deep resonance, a sense of home in this crazy world. Pour yourself a coffee or a glass of wine if that's your potion and sit down with your new favorite spiritual sisters as we go on a journey together into what it means to be a divine human being on this spiritual journey. Hello and welcome to the Divinely Human podcast. I am your co-host, Alicia. And I am Tanita. We are really honoured to be here today because we have felt, especially the last few weeks or so, that um, there has been this real importance on protection and protecting our space, protecting um, you know, the people around us, those around us from negative energy or just energy in general that is sent to you that I guess doesn't have the best intentions. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we've both found, like in conversation, just speaking, you and I have both kind of noticed that there are a lot of people that maybe are wondering how to start implementing protection into their you know, daily practices or you know, rituals of their own and also like, what does it even entail? So I feel like today we're just going to see where this conversation goes and just dive into the whole world of energy protection. Yeah. I feel like this really needs to be spoken about. Mm, yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, the deeper I go in my business and the deeper I go with myself, the more I understand that I really do need to be very conscious about protecting both my energy, my space, my family. And it's something that looking back, like if I knew about this stuff like five, 10 years ago, I would have been a whole different person. And it really has. It's changed my life completely because what it's done is given me the ability to feel really in control with my own energy. I was always so open to other people's energy and I noticed that I was always just like felt at the helm of, you know, what um, other people were feeling or I just didn't feel in control and I, I let my guard down a lot. But then when I started to step into this work and I started to understand, oh, there are so many practices and tools out there that can help me protect my energy, I can actually control that and be who I am, not who I'm influenced by. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. I think we, well, I mean, I guess we're told that we kind of can't control what happens. You know, we're, I mean, we're kind of told that from the get-go really, like, oh, whatever happens, happens, you know, yeah. you just can't control what's happening. It's okay. You just got to go with it. But that is, 
I feel like there's a really big misconception there in that we can actually control the energy that we have around us all yeah. the time if we if we want to and if we're aware of it. And I agree, I've been in that space where I haven't had my protection around me and I've just let, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be, you know, bad intentional energy, but just I've left my, you know, my field open for anything to come through and I wondered why I've felt so like icky and I mean it's really interesting because I suffered from um chronic fatigue for three years at one stage and that was right before I had my I guess my first spiritual awakening and I did no energy work I did no protection work I didn't even know what that meant what it entailed that it was even possible that it existed that I had any control over it and I, I find that really interesting that I was suffering from like severe fatigue for years trying to find an answer. And then as soon as I had my first awakening and I kind of learned about energy and I'm like, oh, I can control this. I can choose who, who and what I let into my space. Then it all started to ease for me. So I actually find that really interesting. <laughs> Yeah, that is. And, you know, when things like that happen with our body, it's almost like the last sign, the last like opportunity for us to really do something before it turns really, really bad. So it's interesting that your body held on to that fatigue for so long in the physical realm. And and then it was like, no, like we're not dealing with this anymore. We're pushing you into an awakening. <laughs> Yeah, wow. like we've had enough. <laughs> like something's got to give here. Yeah. But it's life-changing and I think that it's it is really important and we think that we don't really have that free will, but we do. We have so much power when it comes to you know what we allow into this space and I mean, I know you and I have had this conversation constantly, but there has been this lingering feeling like this spiritual community and this space doesn't really feel as safe as what it could be in terms of, you know, not great intentions being sent our way, even down to the fact that, you know, if you're a spiritual practitioner in this space, you, you have people impersonating you every second day, trying Mm -hmm. to scam people like that is just an issue in itself, not to mention just, you know, the countless, you know, people that may be sending you, you know, not so nice energy. And this energy can be manifested through the most simplest emotions from other people. Even, you know, jealousy itself can be sent through as, you know, unintentionally for one, and that manifests as evil, evil eyes. So there's so much happening behind the scenes that if we're not looking after that, it can really manifest into something not so nice. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I would really invite anybody strongly who wants, you know, two feet in the spiritual community with their business to implement a weekly protection and cleansing practice, because that's it. You just, you never know what's being sent your way. You never really will understand the effect it has on your life or on your business either. So it's important to take responsibility of the fact that, yeah, I can actually do something, even though I might not have a clear, direct message that it's actually happening. Because, you know, we, as human beings, we let things like jealousy and contentment and anger and frustration, we let that slip out into the 
world. We, we are human and it naturally happens. But there are people out there who are doing it with intention, which can cause a lot of harm as well. So just the fact that, you know, we're constantly connecting more and more and more on social media, you know, the less our energetic walls are up, the more energy we're allowing in the more that we're going to need to cleanse our energy, protect our space and protect our intention as well, as well as like actually intentionally sending out really good energy into the space. And I think that's why I love the Akashic Records so much because when I was starting to first work with them, the keepers said very, very clearly that, you know, you're not just here to connect with the records to get guidance. You're actually here to funnel that frequency down into the earth because it's supporting the greater good of consciousness. And the more people that open portals like the Akashic Records or hold that higher frequency for longer periods of time, we're actually embodying that energy frequency here in this realm. And it's actually doing so much more than you could ever, ever imagine. So doing things like that, keeping up with your practices, um, whether it is protection or cleansing is also so important. And I think we can forget that. Yeah, we can. I mean, even just bundling yourself, um, you know, time of day, as you said, just to open your records or sit and do a, you know, a quick meditation or a quick journaling session, that in itself is upping your frequency and as you said like what happens when you raise your frequency you vibrate at a much higher rate you're going to it kind of like dissipates anything that is like you know seeping into your space and it happens so easy it really does the online space it's wild it is so (laughs) wild because people have not just an energetic idea of your field but they have a very visual, very, very clear visual uh, viewpoint of your space. It's like this, everyone has their own little portals of access. And now people across the whole world can access it. And it is, it's really scary. Even what I went through last night for those, (laughs) for those who are, by the way, (laughs) Oh my goodness. So I'll just explain what happened. We had a, um, I had a, uh, one of those scam accounts impersonate me on Instagram, trying to set up, you know, the exact same copycat account with all my posts they've stolen. And usually they, they block the person that they're impersonating, but they didn't block me. And right before I went to bed last night, they actually inboxed me um, with some really derogatory words that I will not repeat, but it was really disgusting. Just the words were disgusting and also sent through a very graphic photograph of what was, well, looked to be, um, black magic and a lot of, um, very bad energy, very graphic, gruesome, looked to be, you know, cursing, that sort of stuff um, sent through to me. And I was so immediately, I felt unsafe. And I've never, like, it's been a very long time since I've felt that physical feeling in my stomach. And that feeling that I felt when I saw that, that photograph for one, and then the words they sent afterwards trying to, I guess, uh, intimidate me. It was kind of like, 
I think the last time I felt that sense of fear was when someone nearly crashed into me while I was driving and I almost had a bad accident. It was that, that sort of like physical feeling in my stomach that I felt immediately. And I had no idea that even these people that, you know, are going around impersonating you, I thought they were there just for the money. I thought they were just trying to get money out of people. You know, they're from, you know, poor countries that, you know, people do struggle in and it is really hard to make a living. And it's weird because to some degree, I almost understood why they were so desperate. And I could, I was still kind of holding like a little bit of like, compassion yeah which I felt was the right thing to do in that sense because you, you can't really fight you know bad with bad you know negative with negative right so I've, I've kind of always held that sense of compassion and slight understanding of you know you've got to do what you got to do like you might have your own kids at home you're trying to feed if that's an easy access to make money and you're starving like yeah okay <laughs> but it wasn't until last night that I I realized that there is like a deeper meaning towards them coming for us. And, you know, the people in the spiritual community in itself is they're not just there to make money. They're there to really pull down that, the frequency, the vibration, then they're not there to just make money. And it was just, I'm still shocked about it. Yeah, totally. And I think it, it is really important for you to share this, not not to, I don't know, bring fear into the space, but to give people a really good understanding that there are people out there who don't always wish well on you. And it is really important to take this so seriously, what we're talking about, but also to recognize that this is a much deeper call, not just to protect your space, to protect one another's. Like you, I was um, actually transcribing a previous episode from a couple of weeks ago and there was a part that came up that was like, you were saying, you know, we're all enrolled in this together. We're all colleagues in this community and we have to start looking at protecting one another because the energy we send out um, in, you know, it's sent back to us tenfold. So it's really important that we're looking out for one another and that we're recognizing that there's a much bigger play at hand here. And I've heard this since the minute I stepped into the spiritual community from a lot of different people in this space, people like Elizabeth April, if you're like familiar with what she does over on YouTube, she talks about this spiritual war that we're going through at the moment. I haven't connected with any of her content in maybe eight, nine months now, but when I was connecting with it, there was a lot of information around the fact that we need to continue to do this work because there are energies and frequencies at play that are trying to bring down this community. And when you told me that this happened to you, it kind of just reignited the realization that I know it might seem weird, but like that, fuck, like we really meant to be doing this. And I know for you, it brought up feelings of feeling really unsafe and I'm so sorry that you had to go through that and feel that and that it did bring you to just that level of unsafety but for me it gives me even more drive to continue to do this work and to share with people that you actually do have control of your life and that we shouldn't let people like this continue to send out energy 
that's yeah. harmful yeah oh you just hit the nail on the head with that this yeah this is more than just you know this goes way beyond stealing people's content yeah. <laughs> that's what this is about but it's almost like we all kind of are made to believe that this is what it's about like oh they're just stealing my content it's not that it just it goes so much deeper than that but as you said like this isn't something to create fear or you know that mm, like wanting to back out of the situation yeah I I could have (laughs) but actually talking to you about it has made me feel empowered because you came through with a really important like empowering directive from that and this is like this at times most of the time it does feel like a spiritual war with people that are trying to bring down that frequency and it goes way beyond what we can see on the surface as you know there's people not just out there impersonating people there's people out there literally you know putting bad energy and sending us bad intent constantly but this is the driving factor of why we keep showing up like you said it is why we keep showing up and it just it should drive us to keep showing up even more and to keep radiating and keep, you know, vibrating at that frequency and just not just for us, but for our, you know, the people around us as well. It's so important that, that we do that. And if, you know, if one of us sort of backs out or like leads with fear, then it ends up being this big domino effect. And that's how we, that's how we go under. And we've done that before because that's exactly what happened um, last time we reached, it's so funny. This is all coming through because this is exactly what we went through um, during the last age that we were in. So we just came into the age of Aquarius. And at this point, two and a half, was it two and a half thousand years ago? I think it was, was lo- last time we were at this point in the wheel. Fear won. Yeah. It won. And that was the demise of that current civilization that was back then and you know we did we did give in and we did I guess we didn't give in but we you know things were taken from us because we were subjected to fear and we let it overcome us and I say this and I, I constantly repeat this whenever I can and that is we have incarnated here into this life at this exact moment in time to move through this because we have had a life back in that time where we have maybe, you know, we have these regressions where we're like, oh, we didn't, we didn't overpower them with this love and this support. And there were still a lot of wounds in a community sense back then. And we are here to heal that. We're here to protect each other. And we're here to, to win this spiritual war with love and yeah, just joining together this time. And we're going to do it. Like, I know that it's, so funny it's such a deep knowing and I know that you feel this too and I know that whoever's listening to this feels this deep down you know past that whatever fear you might feel or you know the days that you wake up and you feel not great you know you're looking at looking out at what's happening in the world and you're like like I know deep down at the end of the day you know that we're going to get through this and that's what's so beautiful about this point in time is that no matter how overwhelming it gets there's this deep inner knowing that we're going to we're going to do it this time. We're actually going to do it this time. And that's why we're all back here yeah, right now to do it. Um, but 
just getting back on track. And it's just really important to have discernment moving through this space. And these little practices can make such a difference. These protective practices can just absolutely shift the trajectory of the energy in your space, in your business, on a personal level. You can protect your family, protect your loved ones. And this is something we should be doing all the time. And I find that it is our responsibility to do it for other people as well, because we need to look out and scan and see if we're feeling strong, like we should be looking out, seeing like, okay, who can we hold space for? Bring them into this protection because we that's what we need to be doing. I just, yeah. Yeah, that's that beautiful Aquarius energy coming up. <laughs> it's like, yes, let's heal the collective. I love that. And I totally, totally agree. And you know, what's beautiful about this time around is that, we can talk about it. We can talk about it freely. We don't have to talk about it in alleyways at midnight. We can talk about it in the middle of the day on social media and actually empower one another to continue to do this work without worrying about who's listening. And I think that's a really exciting I don't know, addition to this, that we get to have this time round. There is so many more tools that we have in our tool belt now coming to this exact point, like you were saying, and it's really exciting. But the only way we win is by being aware of what's happening and by choosing consciously which direction we want to lead our energy and those who are in our circle as well. So yeah, I totally, totally agree. And I would love to see other people stepping up in this space and sharing their own protective practices. I know that's going to be a major focus of my kind of content at the moment. Um, Like, let's just bring it back down. We are living with social media. So why not share and why not use it and help one another educate each other? I think that's, that's, awesome that women and and men now can educate one another on these practices and I think that's exciting you know I think we should be excited about that the other thing I wanted to say that was just coming through was that you know fighting with love and light isn't soft and it doesn't have to mean that you forgive and let go All it means is that you are not allowing somebody else's negative energy to impact the direction that you want to go. And I think that's really important because I know a lot of people here who have come from lifetimes as warriors who might have a lot of Aries energy might be like, well, I just want to like go full force with like all of these crazy like practices and I'm not letting anybody into my space. I'm locking it down. And do what feels right to you. But at the same time, it's important for you to know that you can embody both love and compassion and yet hold protection and power, you know, in the same room together. Mm. Oh, what did I hear the other day that just aligns so beautifully with that? I don't even know where I heard this, but I've overheard a conversation or a dialogue or something in the last two weeks and it was surrounding the energy of you know if something is not so positive in your life or there is someone in your life that isn't so positive 
it isn't like, as you said, it's not about love and light, love and light, but it is about not taking on that negative frequency because as long as you take on the fear, which is natural sometimes, but as long as you're working towards not taking on the fear that that thing or that person is sending or exuding in your space, um, the fear, the negativity, the lower vibration, it's so easy to carry around a part of that with you and we do it without even realizing and that can be as something as small as just like uh maybe stewing over something for a few days like ruminating or but what we have to do is we have to acknowledge that even in doing that is is carrying around that energy still and energy is a really funny thing it's pretty tricky to to disattach if if you're not willing to um surrender yes Yes. (laughs) and I feel like surrender is the key to that um so yeah I just felt like I needed to share that because it is really important to know that we do even when we think we've released something we can still be carrying it around in our backpack without even realizing and wondering why we feel exhausted or tired or stagnant or just plain shitty so (laughs) yeah you know what that's really interesting you say that and maybe this will bring a lot of like awareness to people who are still holding on to certain cords or attachments something that I was taught in both my life coaching certification and in some of the healing modalities that I've been trained in is that you as the space holder can do everything in your power to guide someone through a cord cutting or releasing, but if they are still attached to it, it will always stay. And something that I like to go through clients a lot with is, well, why would you keep this attached to you? Why would you keep this in your space? And sometimes it feels counterintuitive. Like I asked myself this about money. Like why wouldn't I actually want money in my world? And because sometimes we hold these attachments to these beliefs or what we think could be possible and it actually attracts that in. So for example, you know, for a reason I wouldn't want money in my world is because what I was talking about last week, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with it. That means I have to be more educated, more knowledgeable, I have to be more present with it. But knowing this, it then gave me a lot of context to understand, well, is that actually true for me? And is that is that in line with who I really want to be? And the only reason I share this is because sometimes we can be, you know, afraid of letting certain things go. And I think it's just important to be aware. Mm. Yeah. I think too, we have a perception of what we feel like our leaning posts are, but really we don't lean on them at all. It's just that emotional um, attachment. And it's, I know we're getting off track, but it's really important to know as well that you can still grieve things that like you release that aren't good for you. (laughs) That is okay. And just because you're grieving, it doesn't mean that it belongs in your life or your space or your field. Yeah. That's one of the biggest, hardest lessons. You know, Mm. that's why a lot of the general population stays in toxic relationships and like just situations and stuff like that, because stability and a sense of comfort can manifest from anything because when we're desperate we cling to whatever we can 
Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll take anything. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah, really important to know that even if you are ridding yourself or cutting cords or protecting yourself or, you know, just heightening your standards of what you allow into your space and your field, so it might feel a bit scary at first and it might feel a bit like, oh, this is weird. I'm not very comfortable with this. But just know that the more that you do it, the more you implement that protection of your space and implement your boundaries, the more comfortable you're going to be and the more used to it you're going to feel. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. That's such an important thing to let your body and your mind just grieve because we do, we get so used to having the same four walls. And when we knock one out, we're like, Oh my God, what is all this open space? Like, what am I going to do with it? How am I going to fill it? So of course grieve and, and let yourself feel those emotions. And this isn't also to say like, never feel fear or never feel (laughs) like horrible because that's just, being ignorant. This is just to say like when you do feel any negative energy in your space or certain things arise, emotions arise, it's about choosing that, okay, I'm not going to let this define me. And I always notice when I'm unconsciously or subconsciously holding on to negative energies, like things like you know, I'll lose my items all the time or I'll spill a lot of my stuff or I'll trip over or like I've got all these bruises on my body because I just like knock into things. And sometimes we need to look further than just the mind or just our emotions to recognize that maybe there is some energy in here that isn't actually aligned for my highest good. Mm. How do you know when there's like negative energy around you? I really love this and I love the fact that we can, sorry, just prefacing this, I love the fact that we can speak about the practicality of what it looks like because I know that in this space we're all like, oh, this is what it feels like, it might manifest as is. But, like, speaking about this is so important because people just want the facts. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And in saying that, um, quite similar Another thing, I agree with everything you said also, and you'll probably agree with this, is that like my kids just go berserk. Oh, my God. Yes. Because they're so sensitive. So I know as soon as my kids start getting wild, I'm like, okay, it's time to do a cleanse. (laughs) Another thing is that I find it really hard to share and create content, um, have conversations. I lose my train of thought constantly because there's this energy drawing off me. And it's, it's almost like it's the thief of, of my creativity and my, you know, what I want to give is just going, it's being, you know, it's like a feed line off this energy that needs to be cut off. So that is a huge thing for me. I find I reach this, this halt in my, my momentum and my business. And I'm like, and then I, the first reaction I have is a human reaction. I'm like, oh, what the fuck's wrong with you this week? Yeah. You suck. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, let's do a cleanse. Let's just clear the space, clear my field. And then, you know, the days following after that, I'll feel like the cogs are starting to turn again. Then I can show up and I want to, I want to show up. And the stagnant energy is diffusing and I'm feeling so much more exuberant in being here in this space 
Yes. Yes. That's so true. I've noticed that with me as well. That's so true. And that's it. Like sometimes you won't notice it in your emotions or you won't notice it in your feelings, but you'll notice it in the outside world. Like things like technology mucking up or, you know, if you're typically always on time to things and suddenly you're forgetting things as you're walking out the door or you like late to appointments or meetings. Um, yeah, I totally agree with that. And this is just how it kind of trickles out into our environment because our environment is a mirror of our inner world. And we start to see that really, really reflected deeply when we're holding that negative energy and we can see it around us. Um, Yeah. I think it is important to talk about this because Mm -hmm. when you're new to protection and you're not really sure of why you would even bother protecting your energy, then it's important to be aware of how it can actually affect you in other ways. Cause I know that when I first started to learn about it, I was like, Oh, you know, I don't, don't really see that much of a difference. And like you said before, the more I started to do the practices, the more I noticed a change in my energy, but it did take time to really understand the shift. Mm, Yeah, it does. And I think a lot of that too, for women in particular comes down to having that witch wound and how do you protect your space and kind of labeled as crazy people for like getting out the herbs and lighting candles and (laughs) dropping the oil in and, you know, We're we're labelled as, you know, crazy people because that was just not allowed. Like how dare we protect our space? But it's so important. And once you start, you realise how much lighter your space feels afterwards and how much it just, it gives you space to, I don't know, create and, vibrate at that frequency that you want to vibrate at in a way um I feel like as well and I know you're feeling the same and I've spoken to a lot of other beautiful women in this community recently too who have just had this insane calling to start to uncover you know other practices not just um you know lighting candles or like doing an an energetic cleanse as such, but really doing like a practice when it comes to like mixing your herbs and doing like banishing spells and stuff like that. And I just find it so beautiful that we are finally all reconnecting to that side of us because we've all done this before (laughs) Um, and we're all burnt for it, but (laughs) it's really beautiful to reclaim this. And I'm seeing it more and more in this space. And it just lights me up so much when I see it because you can choose what feels good for you. And I just, I feel like we need to chat about this, like this practicality of it and, you know, the, the, like the fact that it is accessible to, to everyone, like we're not here to, because I've, I've actually had a few people ask me, they're like, oh, do you mind sharing where you get, um, you know, your herbs that you buy to do that cleanse? Or is it okay if you tell me? I'm like, of course, girl, I'm not here to gatekeep herbs. <laughs> yeah. I'm here to share it. Like I wouldn't be sharing it if I didn't, you know, encourage people to go out and explore that side. Uh, And I'm having so much fun with it. Yeah. 
It is. It's really fun. I totally agree. And I've seen, similar to you, a lot of people reconnecting with Mother Nature and actually like using the elements to help cleanse and protect their energy and, you know, recalibrate them and re-energize them. And I love that we've gone through this cycle of like, you know, stepping more out of mother nature. We've seen civilization do that. And now it feels like more people are just wanting to go and sit in the ocean or (laughs) sit in the woods and sit in the sun. And it's really beautiful that we're seeing that reconnection, but, you know, there's so much education out there and you don't have to look to others to explore this. Exactly. Like you said, you've got this knowledge in your blood, you've got it in your bones and, explore and trust yourself. I think there's so much healing to be done around trusting your own practices. And this is something that I'm currently moving through at the moment is trusting that my intuition is right. And she's going to lead me to the right herbs, to the right elements, to the right deities. Like she knows what I need to work with and And I can trust her to do that. But it takes time to build that, I think, because we are coming from lifetimes of being burnt at the stake for our power and for our knowledge. And so, of course, we've come in questioning whether or not it's safe for us to continue. But the more we do it and the more we trust ourselves, I think the more we'll build that up. And the other thing I've really loved doing lately is connecting with my ancestors. And we've spoken about this. Like I love like learning practices from them. And the other night I was asking for a practice before I went to sleep and they actually showed me in dream time, like me smoking this herbal blend and I did it and it was so beautiful and it was, it was nothing and everything all in one, you know? And sometimes you just, need to trust where you're led yeah and I find a lot of the time we have these preconceived ideas of different practices and we've formed this I guess we've formed like a certain thought form around certain practices where we are like oh I'd never do that oh I don't think I'll try that um but once we do reconnect with our ancestors it is such a powerful tool it's like unlocking the puzzle pieces that brought you to where you are today and almost like finding that beautiful um, alchemical, I don't know, like a recipe base of like what's what aligns for you in a way because they they are you, you know, and I just love, I love that you were gifted that insight as to like what you were being drawn and and what you're being kind of like ushered in and like, okay, this is like, we, we entrust this knowledge to you. We think this is going to serve you. And they gifted that to you. And I find that's so beautiful. It's also a really beautiful thing as well about, you know, having that access to the Akashic records and being able to peer into your past and your, you know, previous lives and, you know, meet your ancestors and find out more about that. Um, another practical thing in terms of learning about your ancestors is just to like, just get curious and ask your family about it. You know, where did you come from? (laughs) You know, ask about grandparents, ask about great grandparents. Um, Because a lot of the time there's lots of stuff we don't know. Um, 
like I know we've had this conversation the other day about how you found out about one of your great grandparents and you finally reconnected with that energy and it's just been beautiful and hence why you have been gifted these practices and ushered in to to incorporate those into your practices like here and now I think it's really powerful to do that um but important exactly what you said before it is about just leading with intuition and doing what feels right not getting caught up in well, you shouldn't do that though like you know you shouldn't go try that because there's you know that's taboo or you know that's you know unknown of course it is there's so much to explore there's so much to unlock so much to try and incorporate and learn and we're never going to learn every single facet of you know who we are and what the hell we're doing in this one lifetime but we can definitely work towards that and unlock the pieces that it's going to make our life so much easier you know and learning these beautiful practices to protect our space is really important Um, and I have a lot of people too ask they're like oh is this the right thing to use I'm like there's no wrong or right (laughs) like you, you use what feels good for you because at the end of the day yes um herbs, plants, all of that, like Mother Nature herself, she holds properties, she does hold energy. But what's more important than that is the intention that we place when using these things. So you don't have to do what the book says. You don't have to do what that other person is doing or what they say they do. And I always preface this in anything that I share. I'm like, I'm using this, but you use what you want to use. That is so important because different things work differently for people. We're not a cut copy of everyone else. Our energy is so intricately different to everyone else. And it's just so important to surrender to that mm. and to trust our instinct. And what comes from that is like, I've never felt more empowered than I do at the moment when it comes to my practices. You know, I've gone from researching and like googling and like reading books and like following like step by step I'm like okay so add this to that add this to that light this color candle I've tossed it out the window recently and I'm really trying to trust myself and I have never felt more empowered and more protected when I do implement these things than I do right now yeah and that's such a beautiful feeling to have and that's why we have these practices, right? Like we don't have these practices to keep us small or keep us enclosed or keep us away from our own wisdom and connection. We actually have them to reconnect us deeper to our own knowing. So I love that you're doing that. And, you know, just like with anything, it takes a little bit of time to gain some confidence and competence with what you're doing. So if you are starting out, you know, research, get a little familiar with what's going on, but watch that point in time when you're being asked to adventure outside and watch what you do as well, because that's a big learning moment too. Um, And in saying that, I think it would be really beautiful if we shared like a little bit of our favorite protection or cleansing, because I know that practices I know that there are a few people in this community that don't even know like where to even start so you know 
with everything we've said, if it doesn't feel right to you, don't do it. Um, if you know a different way, follow with that way, continue to educate one another, continue to share information, but ultimately trust yourself and, and what you feel drawn to. But for me, my favorite cleansing is using Palo Santo at the moment. Love a smoke cleanse. Love using energy um, in music to help like dissipate any stuck or stagnant energy. It's a really great way of actually sending out waves, like sound waves into the environment and breaking it up. Um, but as well, like we've really just reconnected with, um, and when I say we, I mean <laughs> me and my ancestors, reconnected with like using herbs and actually putting um, certain things into oil blends and using that as a protective oil. So I've been doing that for a while now, but every time I do a reading for a client or for myself, I put that oil on every part of my joints and I'll protect my body that way. But those are my favorite at the moment for, for protecting and cleansing. What are yours? So beautiful. I've really been, re I've been reconnecting the last few months with herbs as well and using the elements, which is funny. Oh my God. I'm only just putting two and two together. <laughs> what? Oh my goodness. I had, um, wow. Sorry guys. We're having an epiphany on like live on the podcast right now. <laughs> I love this. I've just had a puzzle piece click in. Okay, okay. Let's start from the start. I had, I was doing a, um, I'll get to my point in a minute, but I was doing a, a little, because I was, I felt really drawn probably, uh, how long ago was it? Maybe like 10 months ago or so. Um, really drawn to plant medicine and I had reconnected with ancestors of uh South American descent and I was being called forward to work with um plant spirit um apacho and just utilizing harpe which is like a um it's like a sacred like snuff that you use and you meditate and you just work with the plant spirit and yeah, it's actually really beautiful. So I've been utilizing that and really working with that particular plant spirit for a little while now. And I kept on getting the same message come through because <laughs> I thought that I was already doing it. And I thought what I thought I was doing is I was already working with the elements. So I was like, oh yeah, but I kept on getting this, like, it was almost like a really firm hand on my shoulder whenever I would sit with the medicine and they'd be like, work with the elements keep working with the elements work with the elements work with the earth I'm like I'm bloody doing it <laughs> I am doing it <laughs> just acknowledge it but it's so funny because I was intuitively just led the probably the last three months to explore uh like herbology and really get into using different herbs and plants in that way and I've just had that piece that puzzle piece click I'm like that's what they meant. I love that. I love that. Um, so yeah, I've been really, I've been exploring that and using, um, I really love making like different bowls, like cleansing bowls at the moment. Um, 
like I use that a lot for like evil eye cleansing and stuff like that. Just researching different herbs, but also as we both said, like whatever I'm intuitively drawn to as well. Um, mixing them in ritual with intention and setting intentions, doing like burning with that as well, incorporating burning intentions with that. Really loving that at the moment. It feels like a really fun experiment every time I do it. Yes. <laughs> like my inner child just feels so much joy, which even in a sense that adds to the protective nature of that practice too, because yeah. one of the highest vibrational um, emotions is joy and I'm feeling that the whole way through doing these protection spells so I've really been diving into that and loving it so much another thing that I love doing is if you follow my Instagram you'll know I love doing egg cleansing this one bomb yeah I feel like when I do egg cleanses, it's like an immediate lifting of energy. Um, it's like a, oh, I can breathe suddenly, which is really great. If, you, um, if you're unfamiliar with what egg cleansing is, it's over on my Instagram. I'm sure I have been promising everyone I'd do a live on it, so I'll probably try and do that. But um, it involves cracking an egg into water and reading it and then dispersing it, disposing of it in a certain way. Um, I love it. I love it so much. Uh, it's really cool too, because sometimes you will see initials and like imagery in there come up and it's, it's insane sometimes. Um, yeah. Another thing I love doing at the moment too, is just, I'd really lost my connection with my, like calling in my guides and my, you know, my angels and my ancestors and stuff. And lately I've been getting this persistent like thing, like use us. <laughs> <laughs> Even last night after I was sent that really graphic um, image from that um, fake account that was made, I immediately called in my angels. I was like yeah, calling in my angels, Archangel Michael and my other angels <laughs> all Just of them call the whole team in angels, <laughs> angels assemble um, just calling them all in and just saying protect me protect my family protect my loved ones form white light around me and my my family and protect us um because they're not going to if you don't ask them to <laughs> You know, and I've, I've had this conversation too recently. It was, I forget what the documentary is called, but a friend has uh, told me about this documentary that this woman had made specifically on angels and where she like deep dove into angels and stuff like that. And she was saying that, you know, you have to summon these entities and these, you know, protectors, you have to invite them in. They're not just going to do it. Like you actually have a boundary and you need to invite them into your boundary for them to be able to help you. So that was a really big wake up call for me because I'd always just expected it. <laughs> um, and I'd kind of, I guess, in a way taken that for granted. So I've really been trying to call them in mindfully um, lately. And I feel like it's helping. Like I, I'm feeling pretty good considering what's been going on. <laughs> Yes, literally. I always, 
<laughs> I always think like, what a crappy job, like to be an angel sometimes and just see like the train about to crash and you're like, you want to like jump in and help, but they're not asking for help. Like it's so interesting, but yeah, I agree. Calling in angels is so beautiful and working with energies that can help you and support you and just hold you. I think there's so much support around you at the moment even considering you know what went on last night and I think it's beautiful because it is a testament to the relationship you have built with your guides with your ancestors with your angels and just with the people in your actual life as well so it's important to nurture the relationships we have because we're never going through these things alone and can feel really suffocating sometimes and it feels like we're all alone but all you have to do is ask for help and the universe will literally conspire to support you like she wants to see you rise she wants to see you continue to live your life and live a really beautiful big blessed life but you have to believe that for yourself too yeah I agree intention is everything if you if you don't feel it it's never, it's not going to manifest. And it all comes down to emotion and how you're feeling with anything, whether it's positive, negative, anything, it's all comes down to intention and what you're truly feeling at the innermost core of your soul. Mm. Um, but I feel like speaking about this today has just, I hope that this really lights a fire in everyone's bellies because this really needs to be spoken about. And it's something that I just, all I want is for people to explore this. And if it feels right for them, of course, um, I know that you and I will be definitely sharing more on our own pages about this. So if you're listening and you're very curious and wanting to try something, I'm sure that Tanita and me will be sharing some stuff um, because it will be pretty, like we're going to be focusing on this just with everything happening at the moment um, when it comes to protection. So I'm sure that there'll be lots to learn on both of our pages. Uh, and as well, I just want to say, like, you can always protect your, you know, the people around you as well. I always light a candle for people constantly. I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm going to light a candle for this person. (laughs) You know, I'm going to, I'm going to light a protected candle for this person. Um, And I have had, I do have friends, you know, on here in this space too. And, you know, that do reach out sometimes and they're like, Hey, I'm feeling really heavy today. Like, can you, can you just call in some extra protection for me? And I'm like, sure. I would love to do that. Like, let's do it. And then obviously it's just reciprocated down the line. Like we're here to do this together. So I think that's really important to be a beautiful finishing note too, to just, remind you know those who are listening that we are all here to do this together and we can all hold space for each other and we don't need to be anyone special to protect with your energy and to call in positive energy and protective energy you don't need to be a wizard (laughs) you you don't need to be anything. All you need to do is hold an intention in your mind and you are a space holder and you can hold that for yourself and others. And if we all start to do this 
and become more conscious of this and just hold a little bit more discernment when it comes to this space. And, you know, yes, people don't have the best intentions, <laughs> but, you know, we're here to, to move past it and to rise above it. So if you feel like someone needs a hand, help them, light a candle for them, set, you know, ask them if they need assistance or would like help in protecting their space or and if you feel like you're overwhelmed and you just don't have the capacity reach out and there are so many like it goes beyond Sunita and I like there are so many beautiful spiritual practitioners too that offer these services Mm -hmm. that will um you know that do energetic healing and cleansing and that's what we're here to do we're here to hold space and spread those good vibes so yes Yes. Oh, what a beautiful note to finish on. I think that's really beautiful. And I think we're going to do something on Instagram over the next couple of weeks where we just send out some beautiful cleansing and protection energy to those who want to accept it. So continue to look out for us jumping on live. We might even do it on the DH podcast just to continue to spread that energy throughout all of our multiple channels Um, But we hope that this is, yeah, ignited something within you, that it's reminded you that you are responsible and in control of your energy. And it's okay to, you know, feel negative emotions, but don't let that become of you and really start to drive this energy towards what you want to see more of in the world. I think that's important for all of us. I love you guys so much. I'm so grateful for this space. Truly every week I'm like, oh, I just love that we get to talk about what needs to be talked about and spread information. I think on the Instagram um, post, I'd love us to, to continue to share different protection and energy practices. So when you see this episode released, go over to Instagram, find this Um, podcast episode and drop some information for your fellow brothers and sisters and and let's just support one another like let's change that narrative let's make this space safe for another I think that's important yeah yep I'm gonna go light a candle for everyone yeah (laughs) yes I love that Cool. All right, everybody, sending you guys so much love. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram over at the Divinely Human Podcast. If you can, we'd love to hear some feedback about this episode and how you're loving the podcast. You can go and do that over on Anchor or on Spotify. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>